Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Rebecca, oh my gosh, there's so much content in this episode. We have so many people. We don't, I think this might be the most people we've had on the show. Or at least it's one of the biggest episodes. I don't think we could add any more. Like the software won't let us. Yeah, the software's (laughs) like, no, danger, danger. But we had to split it into two episodes. Which is fine. Which is great. So we've now got part two where, Rebecca, you're going to get to run. Inside the Pinball Arcade. It's your favorite game show. It's super fun. It is so much fun. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Here we go. Part two of the Marco's Specialty Interview Show. We're so excited to have them on. Listeners, you know, uh, as we wrap up each show, we have a guest go through something we call Inside the Pinball Arcade, where we find out about our guest and their pinball mind. This one's going to be hosted by Rebecca, and she's going to lead Steve, Marco, and Paul through it. Emoto gets to be in the audience with me because she's already been through the questionnaire. So I already did my test. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not a hard test. It's not a test. It's just, it's fun. I promise. You'll just be judged Uh, on it forever Um. by everyone who lives (laughs) Listens to this podcast. <laughs> Anybody who listens to the show, they will bring up something in this questionnaire. I promise you. At this point, just so you're aware. All Paul right, looks Rebecca, nervous. take it away. I'm looking over the questions again. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. The more off guard that we catch you, the it's funnier cheating. the answers are. I promise. All right. Yeah, you got to go fast. Let's see. Midge, Steve, I'm going to get your nickname right. What machine do you love? Probably my first machine, which is Raven. I really love Raven. And I know that's not a popular opinion, but I think it's I think it's a great game. And just, you know, you never forget your first. So. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. We miss our, I know that I missed the spring break that we had. And was is it an amazing machine? No. Do I miss it heavily? Yes. Yes, I do. Aww. Paul, what machine do you love? Space shuttle is near and dear to my heart. <gasps> Had one in the bedroom growing up, so again, one of the first. Uh, but the, the sound effects, the multi-ball in there, and I remember I spent a ton of time just taking the glass off and playing around with the play field and the shots on there. And yeah, and that was, you know, it was one of the first multi-ball games, and that was just, uh, yeah, it's just, and it also loves space theme. You know, I was, uh, you know, dressed up as Neil Armstrong as a kid and play, you know, in, in elementary school. Yeah, so that was just always uh, near and dear to my heart. I love that game, Space Shuttle. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. That's a great one. Marco, what machine do you love? I probably don't have to repeat the question three times, but yeah. you know, it's okay. So for me, it's going to be uh, Gottlieb Hulk. It's uh, the first game that I was introduced to by Mark, and um, he gave me a playfield, a half put together cabinet and a box of parts. And he's like, here, put it together. And, and I remember being like, you know, it was missing half the stuff. And he's like, well, where do you, where, where, where can you find all these parts? Like, and he looks back and at the was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he loves that joke. Yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, yeah, I've, I've put it together. I've, I've got it playing. I want to fully restore it, especially now more than ever, because it was the first game that he, you know, introduced, reintroduced me back into pinball. So it's got to be my favorite. Well, I'm going to do a quick about face for you then and ask you, Marco, what machine do you hate? And I know hate is a strong word, so we can downgrade it to like strongly dislike. I I, I actually have one that I hate by the uh, 
Oh, okay. <gasps> You're not allowed to say that. No, yes. I hate a, I hate a broken <laughs> pinball machine. How about Ooh, that? Good oh, answer. That's a, Ooh, that is a good answer. Good. I don't know if we've had yeah. that. Now nobody else can mm. use it. It took my line. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Nobody else can use it now. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, Paul. Is there a pinball machine that you hate or like strongly dislike? Well, I, I can put on my pin side hat and say whatever game was just released, but. Oh. <laughs> No! no it's, so, it's so true, though. <laughs> Lauren! <laughs> it's so true! What? Oh, he spoke the truth. Uh, it's one of these that's always frustrating. That is like, everyone likes to dogpile on whatever game is like, this thing sucks. I'm like, you guys haven't even played it yet. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, to pivot on Mark, what Marco is saying is, uh, I, I like to say there's no such thing as a bad pinball machine. There are only better pinball machines. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't hate any game. We love all the games. In fact, that's one of the reasons we started Business We is Mark hated a game that was in the trash can. <laughs> um, so, like, seeing a game thrown away or just was really heartbreaking for us. And that was actually one of the reasons we got into the business. You know, another story, you know, every Saturday morning, we'd go down to the local distributor and go take all the pinball machines out of their dumpster that were throwing away. Because uh, in the 90s, that's what they did. <laughs> and so we go take them back and part them out and sell the parts. So, But yeah, don't hate any pinball machines. <laughs> there we go. Steve, what about you? My favorite game is Raven. You're not going to get me to talk trash about a pinball machine. <laughs> Well played. <laughs> it's a tough crowd, y'all. I know. I know. I know. It's rough. The, the, the questions get better. I, I know. They do. They do. Uh, Paul, do you have a p- favorite pinball sound? And that can be like a sound effect or like a sound the machine actually makes. I found myself quoting Rudy a lot. Get yourself a hot dog. <laughs> but- <laughs> I love Rudy. And I, I love also the generation from, uh, I forget which uh, MPU edition was, uh, that used all the, the Williams sounds from the 80s, like Joust Pinball and uh, that soundboard. Uh, Mitch, help me out here. What, which board was that? The Squawk and Talk? No, oh, it was pretty Squawk and Talk, yeah. Yeah. But that, that generation of Williams games, um, but Joust in particular, just has one of the greatest sound effects packages, even though it's a rare game. But Marco, what about you? Do you what is your favorite pinball sound? Uh I have to say classic chime sounds for me. And the reason I say that is because Mark and I had an opportunity. He took me uh, to the Pacific Pinball Museum uh, in Alameda. And I I wasn't a fan because I was so spoiled by the new Stearns. I wasn't a fan of EMs. And uh, they we set up our booth next to like Slick Chick and all these older EM games. And, and I just listening to those those chimes the whole weekend just gave me a better appreciation for those games. And, and I fell in love with them. I mean, I've got tons of pictures of like all the ones that I would love to collect eventually down the road. And and uh, just you, I, I don't think you can beat that. I love going to Lodi because there's a lot of EMs at that show. And uh, good God, I mean, I, I, I fall in love with it. It's just like a classic. Classic for me. It's cheesy, but you know, I, I love it. Can't go wrong with chimes. Some of soothing sounds. Midge? The cacophony of a pinball show. Just all the sounds oh. at once. Just the roar of all the Ooh, pinballs being played. Oh, that at is once. a sound. <laughs> I, I love that sound. And, you know, after after 16 hours, I still love that sound. <laughs> so, yeah, yep, that's my favorite. I think one of the most innovative sound packages I've heard in recent times was actually uh, TNA, Total Nuclear Annihilation. I remember when I saw that Whitewood. See, Rebecca, that's why you don't sell TNA. I don't get a choice. I don't get a choice in selling TNA. I don't have a choice. You're selling TNA? 
I'm exactly. not selling TNA. I, me, me, not selling TNA. Jordan. Bye, best sound package in pinball. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I think that was my answer. Emoto, Emoto, if we ever. Oh, yeah. If he's going to go get the Lord of the Rings LE right now. And in order to pay for the Lord of and the Rings. And it's an LE? LE? Yes, oh, it's yeah. an LE. And so in order to get that, Dibs. we have to sell the TNA 2.0. That local guy's out. TNA. And so, like, it's a thing. Everybody hates us. We understand. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm it, excited. It, until you sell a pinball machine that you regret selling, like, you know, we had a Medieval Madness. We sold for 3000 bucks back in the day, you know. <laughs> it was in the garage for a while. Oh. We sold our safe cracker. That was a mistake. You know. So, yeah, it happens. So, welcome to the next level. No, no. I don't want to. I never want to be at that level. I never want to be there. No, 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 no. Pinball is built it. upon regrets. <laughs> <laughs> But there's rumors, there is, Scott told me that TNA 2.0 is going to happen, and so I'm holding out with, basically, it's like, we sell this, and then we get the TNA 2.0, and it's all going to be okay, and I won't have to, like, cry myself to sleep every night for the next six months. Seems fair. I'm not dramatic. Not at all. <laughs> Lauren hates me, by the way, now. Uh, this is actually my last show as the co-host. Um, I'm getting fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's jelly. I'm I'm getting fired. It's all good. I love Rebecca, but that that news I just found out last night in her stream, and I was a bit salty. The salty party of one. Lauren, I also found yeah. out the news yesterday when I was working, and Jordan said, uh, "We got to sell TNA," and I went, "What? What do you mean?" Um, and he was like, "Yeah, here's here like I explain," and I was like, "No, what do I have to do to not do this?" And he's like, "Well, you'd probably have to sell like Game of Thrones and Bad Cats," and I was like, "No, I can't." Oh. I can't. I can't let go of those guys. I can't let go of those. Y'all. Meow, 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 meow. Anyway, enough about me and the drama of selling TNA. Sorry. It's okay. He said TNA and, okay. I, and yeah, it just it's okay. <laughs> what, Paul, what is your favorite pinball art package? And if it's TNA again, I'm going to leave. <laughs> gonna walk I away. like it a lot. Bye. Um, but I really liked actually Metallica because that was a. Yes. Take that seat. <laughs> Take my answer. <laughs> One, because Donnie is an amazing friend of us and the company, but also that was a pivotal change in pinball art uh, when that happened. So Donnie was like one of the first out-of-industry designers to come in and do a game. And yeah, I'll never forget that. That, that was a big risk for Stern, too. Like, uh, hats off to Jody. He's the one to help recruit that uh, recruit Donnie on that, that whole thing. And uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting because up until then, you know, pinball was in, in his uh, life support years of where they really couldn't afford to take major risks on ours. So that was the first time like Stern took a big risk on the art package and it paid off huge because it's just so different than anything we've seen on a game before. So Marco, do you have what is your favorite <laughs> pinball art package? Um, For me, I would say it would have to be Barracora. Oh. Yeah, nice. Barracora. I saw one at uh, Colorado, was it, when we were at the, the, the that show there? And I fell in love with it. I played it the whole weekend. And um, Steve gave me a little bit of uh, of, uh, of insight on, like, uh, where the art inspiration came from. H.R. Giger. H.R. Giger, yep. yeah. Yep. He's, yep, so. he's wild, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really, really dope artwork. I, I love it. I don't – I just it, – it, I can stare at it all day long. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome answer. Awesome answer. Steve, Midge? Since Paul stole mine, I'm going to go with Lady Luck because I love Robert Nagel. So. Oh. <laughs> nice choice. You guys can share the same answer. It is okay. 
All right, fine. Then Metallica, uh, the premium and the slash, slash LE Monsters Edition go. with the great Ooh. hand drawn art. <laughs> ready yeah. for it. The colors. It's so good. I still do love Lady Luck, though. It's great. I mean, it, your answer can be Lady Luck. You can have two. It's fine. Sweet. Which one? Yeah. The one we have at the studio? Yeah, the one we have at the studio. Yeah. Nice. Well, for a second, I was like, Emoto, are you going about to like ultimatum him? Like, you have to pick. Like, two, these two things are going to the chopper. Oh. Like, what do you want? Lady Luck or Metallica? Like, <laughs> what do you, you have want? to choose? Nagel or Dirty you Dying? What do you like? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They're from different eras. This, that's why I said this is a test because it's so hard. It's like asking someone what their, your favorite song or favorite movie is. You just want to say, what genre? With pinball, what era? My favorite EDM yeah. is this. My favorite yeah. salad state yeah. is this. My favorite, you know, DMD is this, you know? Well, it's like if, if it's like if I were to ask Marco which of his three children is his favorite. Like, pick a favorite child. <laughs> He's got an answer. <laughs> what if he answered instantly? That would be so messed up. You're being a Marco, and your wife might hear it. No, 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 no. <laughs> They're all my favorite. Yes. Right answer. Yeah. Uh, you have a different favorite child for each era that they were born in. So there as long you as you don't have twins, you're okay. <laughs> I love the way you put things. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So I'm going to go back to, oh, well, he's walking away. Never mind. Uh, he'll be back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back in a second. I'm like, so Midge. Nope. Bye. Um, Marco, what is your grail pin? What do you not have that is like, it is the thing, like up on the pedestal? I would have to say uh, Batman 66. Um, Ooh. that game is, is phenomenal and, uh, it was super, super underrated when it first came out and then it just took and, 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 and it caught fire like, you know, a year after it being out. But yeah, Batman 66, I love Lyman. I love his work. And I think that that's a, it's a good game in my mind that I would love to have one day. Paul, what about you? What is your grail pen? It's interesting because on our end, we can easily get a hold of any of the newer games. I'd love to get a hold of a good black hole, actually. I remember loving that going up, especially because it's such a hard game to keep working. So I think that makes it even a little bit more unattainable. And it's a pain in the ass to move on top of that. It's so freaking heavy. So that's why it's your Holy Grail game. (laughs) (laughs) All the work you must put into it. (laughs) It's all about, yeah, it's it's about the the journey, not the destination. Oh, yeah, the journey. (laughs) And it's a really cool, it's a tri-level game. Come on. I know, it's so good. It's super neat. I've only, well, there's one in San Antonio, right, Lauren? There is. We have one on location at What's Brewing. I freaking love that game. It's awesome. I know. You guys, you guys are, you guys are spoiled. And it's really pretty too. It is. I played it uh, last time I was there in the middle of the day. Although I will say in League, anytime that comes up on somebody's League sheet, I can hear the yelling from across the way. They're like, no. And I was like, sorry, it's, it's random. I promise. <laughs> I would rather I would rather play that black hole than have to keep playing Beat the Clock, which I think Jordan sent Jordan into like apoplectic fits, having played <laughs> Beat the Clock in a tournament setting. So, Steve, what about you? What is your holy grail? I'm a huge, huge fan of like the old Italian like post-apocalypse sword Ooh. and motorcycle movies. So, like Aftor for me, it's a giant Aftor. hunk of garbage plastic. But it is beautiful. Okay, what, listeners, what you can't see is that I am waving my hands furiously. Please, Rebecca, fill in our guests about Aftor. Because, like, I can't believe we didn't have this interview, like, a month ago. They're both <laughs> freaking out right now. <laughs> so, Mish, I'm really sorry. Oh, you, oh, oh, so we, you sold your we Aftor. We had one. 
Mm. We had one, and we actually had a really hard time selling it. They, they were literally like, offering to it everybody. It was literally like every show I would ever for like months. I'm like, Lauren, we need to sell after. We I'm, you're gonna have to edit me down because I'm now yelling. I have to like move away <laughs> from the microphone. I was like, oh my god, we have to sell after. Poor Steve. No, I, I know it's I know it's garbage, but it's beautiful garbage. It is. Well, it is it's, gorgeous. It's oh my god, you would have died. It was like. <laughs> So the back glass was like effed, but like it looked like it had never, ever, ever been touched on the inside. It like probably no toilet, had. like you just <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Well part of me was like, Do you still have that thing? Did you finally get rid of it? Cause No, no, good God no, good God no. We we sold it and we made the guy pick it up. Um because that thing was like nine thousand pounds. Um, and so it was a nice one. It just, it, we ended up selling it to a guy and, you know, uh, you, you might find amusement in this. It was his first pin. Oh, wow. So, wow. What yeah. did you, you <laughs> sold him after? What did you sell It went. <laughs> there are so many things wrong pin? with me, Lauren. <laughs> I'm oh. so sorry to everyone who's I mean, it's, it's such a unique pin. Like, I totally get why Steve would, like, want it. Like, cause it's just different. Yeah. yeah. But, like, to, like, this is your first pin. Here you go. <laughs> now you're going to hate pinball forever. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we lost one. We had that one in the front we building forever. One. We did. You let yeah. it go. Yeah. You let it go. That's a pan. You can appreciate it until it's gone. You're right. Exactly. This It's the truth. You don't know what you got until okay. it's gone. Okay. So you should have let yours go earlier, and I should have held on to mine longer, and then we would have had a much different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Where I would have sold Midgen Aftor on the episode of Packbox. You would have to go get it. It would have been a much different conversation. Anything. It would have been joyful instead of a, a bit sad. So. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's fine, you guys. So then let's see. So on that note, Midge, what is your favorite pinball machine? What is your favorite overall pinball machine tournament event? Oh, that's it's, it's very difficult. I mean, there's so many that are so good. I mean, I had one of the best times at a show I've had in in years at Houston with Vex and everybody that was there. I mean, that that family is just so tight. We were 100% so love the Houston career. The entire time. Yes. Yep. And just overall, just the the feeling of love and community at that show is is bar none. I mean, it is is the the high pinnacle. Probably the, the cleanest, best show, best run show in the nation would be the Tacoma show. Oh, the Northwest Ooh. Pinball. Those guys, show? those guys just are oh. are so amazing at what they do. I mean, it's it's stress free like the entire time. I've I've never gone to a show like that where you set up and you're done and and every everybody is just working together like a well oiled machine. You know, Southern Fried because it's in my backyard um, and it's our home show and it's grown exponentially since it started. And the way they they bring together all the different fiefdoms of of the nerd community together into one one big nerd kingdom, you know it's it's amazing. They brought wrestling to pinball. <laughs> exactly, that was, that they brought cool. amateur wrestling to pinball. Yeah, technically, and I believe Southern Fried organizers will also admit to this. It was Midwest Gaming Classic that brought wrestling to pinball. Oh, they did it first. And then Southern Fried saw that they did it, saw that they did it, and then brought it. Because they asked for their permission to do it. Uh, in a story I've been told recently. We'll say they did it at the same time, yeah. <laughs> 
Pinfest as well, you know, just because it's completely different than any other show in the country. I mean, if you want to find your rare, obscure parts, you know, head to head to Pinfest in Allentown. It's one of the OGs. I mean, that's like, I can't think of an older show than Pinfest. We just had somebody tell us a story of the last Pinfest where they got a $500 Fathom. Yeah. And I no, like stuff like that happens oh, at Pinfest. Yeah. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's, <laughs> everybody's looking to sell. Everybody is looking to buy, you know, just everything changing hands. It's, it's a whirlwind and it's unlike yeah. any other show in the nation. Oh, man. Paul, what about you? What's your favorite uh, tournament or expo? Oh, man. This is a very difficult question since I've been to literally all of them. And they're all... Yeah, pick your favorites and definitely don't make the other ones mad. Exactly. It should be no problem. (laughs) I'll go hipster on this one. So at at a pinball expo, within the pinball expo, I can't remember the name of the group now. They set up the pinball haunted house in there. That thing was amazing. They had... Did any of you guys go to that? At Expo at uh, 2019. 19. Yeah, that was the year we did that crazy party. But they had like two of the conference rooms set with a whole like interactive, the lights are off in there, and you go through the haunted house, and there's pinball machines in the haunted house inside of there. It was fantastic. I loved that. That was just really innovative. It's so cool. It's called Horror House Fest. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, I love it. And those guys are super chill, too. They're they're really friendly, a lot of fun. <laughs> um, you know, we, we love Texas pinball. That. Texas Pinball is especially near and dear to our hearts because that was like the first big show that really, like, we, we grew up at the same time. Like, so Marco came in with Texas Pinball as the first major sponsor, and they kind of let us do whatever we wanted. We didn't know what we wanted to do, but he's like, let's make this weird. So, um, you know, t- 10 years later, here we are. Yeah. And of course, Pinball Expo is, you know, kept the dream alive for 30 years, you know, so they deserve, they deserve a nod, you know, Northwest, uh, M- you know, MGC Milwaukee, those guys came out of nowhere and just absolutely crushed it. And now are an incredible event. Yeah, it's hard. It, it, I can't pick a favorite, but like every individual amazing experience. The Houston show, which I've missed the last couple of years because of conflicts, and I regret it every year because, like, like you guys have been saying, it's such a great group down there. Keith and all those guys run a fantastic party. The Colorado crew, the Denver show is incredible. Rocky Mountain Pinball Festival. Southern California show. Yeah, I could go through them all. Like they're all absolutely amazing, near and dear to my heart. And it's really impossible to pick a favorite, but a lot of notable experiences in all of them. Yeah, Marco, what about you? Um, I it's a hard answer. Just like you know, rest of these guys. Um, or what are your kids' favorite? Which um, one is the favorite one? My, for your kids my to get? kids, kids, really my like to kids get definitely love uh, Southern Fried. And I'm on that list as well. Um, I think because uh, Daddy's a champion. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two years running champion. Uh, that sound clip right there. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. I'm like writing this down right now. So Mark time. That. <laughs> put that in Marco's voicemail. Marco. Daddy's a champion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is daddy's house <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i i i have uh southern fry has a has a uh a really 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 special place in my heart um you know well first of all like whenever we decided to go to that show i remember mark asking you know i think he had talked to paul first and then he talked to me he's like what do you think about doing this show and i'm like i mean yeah let's do it why not 
And um, that was when they were at their older uh, location. And Mark would always tell everybody, you know, this is like our, our this is in, almost in our backyard. So this is our home show. Um, so <clears throat> those guys are awesome. You know, Joe, Joe, Joe George, Micah, Dan DeBoucher, yep. um, Preston and Shannon DeWitt. All those guys are they phenomenal. They backwards for us. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and I think almost all those guys came to uh, the funeral services, um, so they yeah, paid their, their respects. Incredible! Yeah, we owe them. Yeah, thank you all, by the way. I haven't had a chance to say thank you to everybody. Yeah, yeah, it was it. So that that crew is phenomenal. They they really know how to put sponsorships behind it, um, you know, and and they 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 make it fun for everybody. For you know, it's 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 just a really great show. Um, my kids always have an awesome time. And I was always very fortunate that Mark would allow me to bring the kids and my wife and, and, you know, we would always just have a great time the whole weekend. Um, and then, you know, you can't forget about the little shows, you know, the, the, uh, game room expo, uh, in Nashville and, um, you know, uh, you've got all these other little, little, uh, uh, festivals going on as well. Pinball festivals going on as well that, you know, we want to support, uh, definitely in the future. So, yeah, it's very difficult. I think the Marco Pinball Festival in 2024 that's going to be in Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, that one might be great. Are, are we hearing that first yeah. here? Is that, can, can we have a sleepover oh, like in the dude, warehouse? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, lock in in the warehouse. That's a Sunday night, so yeah. don't make plans for Monday because yeah. you yeah. won't be doing anything right. yeah. except dodging pickers <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. $500 a ticket. Yep. What about a media pass? Can we get media passes? Oh, sure. All yeah, day long. All right. yeah. <laughs> Those are a grand. No, I'm just <laughs> this is because I sold after, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, hopefully hopefully that'll happen one day, you know. It is something that like our our little community that's growing all the time, like yeah. those guys really want one, you know, and it could happen here in Columbia or maybe even Charlotte. There's, you know, one of the biggest airports in the, in the, on the East coast is, is, is in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, yeah, you know, we, we could, we could potentially do something in the future. Um, hopefully. So, uh, but shout out to all the show organizers. It's especially right now during COVID, the amount of, of pain that they suffered, you know, back in 2020. Uh, and then, you know, 2021 wasn't, you know, really that much uh, better for them. Um, so hopefully we can get some good shows kicked off this year and, and uh, you know, we, we can have some fun and see everybody again. So it, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm hoping it'll be fun. We stay safe and, and uh, we continue to grow this, this little community which it's already growing organically, but I think we can do a bigger push for it uh, with the show season. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then here comes the question. We'll go ahead and start with Midge over there. Who or whom, I always like how Lauren says whom, Hmm. correct grammar, whom, um, living, past, real, famous, fictional, so like, you know, the Jurassic Park dinosaur is an option, (laughs) would you like to play pinball Hmm. with? Compete. Hmm. I'm going to go with Mark Twain because I think he'd really like it. I think he'd just be blown away by it. And it'd be so much fun to watch him just be like, what is this? This is amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go with Mark Twain. Pretty Samuel awesome. Clements. That sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> Paul, what about you? Ooh. 
It'd be fun to play pinball with Carl Sagan, see what he said about it. <laughs> <laughs> Begillions, begillions of pinballs, yeah. <laughs> what a little orb of steel ties the universe together, yes. <laughs> Within it, our random dreams coalesce into a society, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun. beautiful answer, like, Paul. I love that, Carl. Well, I do. That's a beautiful <laughs> answer. I feel like I would play with him and then be like, "Man, I'm I'm not real smart, am I?" <laughs> like I feel like, "Oh, I thought I knew a lot about pinball, but I do not." <laughs> Pinball's a great equalizer. It all brings us down the drain. So <laughs> I don't know, man. Carl, if there's somebody who's going to secretly be like some pinball wizard, I could believe Carl Sagan would do it. I could see that. I but he'd be that. nice about it. That's the thing. <laughs> he would. He would. What about you, Marco? You know, when I when I saw the question um, in the email, like I was I was really thinking about it, and it's crazy because I I think it would be Mark. I never got a chance to play a game of pinball with Mark. Um, I would play after him, um, but it would also be very you know it'd be an anomaly to see him play pinball. He was always so dived in at shows, talking to people and stuff like that. That it was very rare that you would see him play a game, even at the office or at the studio. Um, he really liked the Godzilla. He was all about that game. Yeah. Godzilla, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think I never got a chance to really invite him to play a game. Me and, me and him never really played a game of pinball, which sucks, but yeah, that would be somebody that I would go back and do it with. Aww. That's way better than my answer, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mark played so much Godzilla at Midwest Gaming Classic. Yeah. He was always. Anytime he got a chance away from talking to people, he was playing that Godzilla. And then even when we got it in the shop and set it up the pro for Pintech Live, like as soon as I walked in the door, he was like, we got to play Godzilla. This is the greatest <laughs> game ever. And it's like everyone's working and like answering phone calls to customers and he just turns it on and it's like the Blue Oyster Cult song blaring. Wait, he <laughs> played it like, yeah, see, isn't this great? <laughs> yeah, it was he great. Never does that. Volume all the way up to 60. Just like cranked <laughs> oh, <yeah>. it. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Well, let's see. I'll go back to Paul. Paul, what is your dream theme? Ah, uh, the dream theme. The million dollar question. The dream theme. I know. This is a tough one. The good news is this rush just came out, so it can't be rush now. <laughs> that was going to be mages. Oh, yeah. No, oh, no, no, yeah. no. It's great. It's great. It's totally great. I love it so much. This is a tough one. I um, for, As far as like commercial IPs go, I would love to see a Futurama pinball. It's one of our favorite. Oh. Franchises, all of our printers oh, in the yeah. warehouse. That's, that's our printer schema. After, yeah. yeah, we use Futurama <laughs> names. So if you ever like all the print tickets come out, Crushinator, that's our printer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there isn't a Futurama homebrew. I, I would love to see more games like TNA um, that are integrated at the music level. Like it's time for more original theme games to come out. So that, that that's my dream theme is somebody um, that's going to envision the game from nothing like that's that th there's a place in the world for all these licensed games that are fantastic but i think it's time for us to get back to some real creative pinball and the, and now the industry is in a place where it can support that so i'm excited for the next generation of games that's coming out that's exciting marco what about you what is your dream theme that's oh that's difficult like i so would love a bob's burgers pinball machine but yeah, at that's, the <laughs> that, that's on um, my short list it's like i love bob's burgers Marco, you get me. Yeah, you know, I think I think Stern confirmed it for like some 
first, and I'm just playing. Gary's really going to remember my name now. <laughs> yeah, Paul was yeah, talking it's, about it's that, Marco right? Marco Rodriguez. That guy's Paul, man. Paul Rodriguez. Oh, my God. Poor Marco. I think, uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's it's super difficult. I really, I really, really want a hip hop pinball machine. I think something, something with some level of hip hop, it could be even, you know, we've talked, I've talked to other people about this and it's just funny. Andrew Barney, who's a really close friend of ours, like, you know, we've talked about this as well. And, and Steve and, and, you know, I think a hip hop pinball machine uh, would be great just to bring that side of that demographic into the, the pinball culture, you know, cause we need to, we need to, expand a little bit more outside of the normal boundaries that we are, you know, that we're already doing with pinball. And I think that would be a great one, uh, would be, you know, something, some hip hop, maybe classic nineties. It's fine. Or an outcast game or something like that. Yeah. 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 Something cool, you know? So yeah, I don't know. Maybe a hip hop game. I love that. That sounds fun. Listeners, you couldn't see it, but I was throwing up the Wu-Tang. I was like, Wu-Tang. Yeah. We've had like that. This is a common quite like we do this on every show, and Wu Tang has come up. I want to say like five or six times, like the hip hop in particular, but Wu Tang is like the one that comes up fairly often. If you have a Backbox Pinball Podcast bingo card, you can now mark Wu Tang bingo, bingo. Get it? So, uh, what about you, Midge? What is your what is your dream theme? I would love to see, and it's never going to happen because the the demographic for this is aging, just like me. A never ending story pinball machine. Oh, that's. I think that it just it just lends itself so well to it. You've got your you've got your real world. You've got Falcor. your Fantasia. You know, you got Falcor multi ball in there somewhere for sure. Yeah. No, Falcor has got to be a ramp. A, a Falcor yeah, like ramp. A ramp that okay. goes, like, or like a big a orbit. Magra, like... Magra uh, multi-ball then. Yeah, the, the, the big turtle with the sneeze. The sneezes and all the balls come out. Boom. Right. You need a horse dying in a <laughs> Oh, yeah. we got to have an Artax dying multi-ball, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, 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 totally. That'll make everybody Spoilers, happy. Spoilers, you guys. Uh, Save Spoilers. Him. Yeah, the, the, Save him. Oh, sorry. If you haven't seen this movie no, by now, it's okay. I have not seen this movie. Spoiler. It's fine. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Becca, you have not seen Neverending Story. Like, okay, first of all, you didn't have a favorite Muppet. Now you've never seen Neverending Story. I feel like I need to put you in like a special like boot camp for this show. We're gonna do all these things. It's okay. So it is on our list. Definitely an alien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I it happens. It happens. I've seen a lot of other movies. I just <laughs> missed a few. Have you seen The Goonies? Yes. Um, oh, you're good. I was early in our relationship. I think Jordan was going to like cuff me to a chair and be like, you're watching Goonies right now. It's my favorite movie. And I've been like, Goonies is a movie. Okay. (laughs) And I watched it and I was like, I see how this would have been like the coolest thing ever. Like when it came out, this is also, this is fine. And then we went to the Goonies house and I talked to the, uh, fun story about the Goonies house. I went, the lady there, I was talking to her about her garden. I was like, this is really cool. And she apparently wouldn't oh, let people yeah. in the house. And so because I sat and talked to her about a garden for like 45 minutes, we, she was like, come on in. And was like, you don't even well, care about Goonies and you were let into the Goonies yes. house. Jordan was thrilled. Jordan was thrilled. Is that in Astoria? Jordan was thrilled. Or where, where is it? Uh, yeah, it's in Astoria. Okay, cool. uh, we were yeah. up in. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. So we went up for like I love a little it. day I love trip. it up there, man. It's, it's stunning. It's stunning. Dang. 
prior to this, Jordan was like, why do you, like, he's like, plants are boring. You don't need to talk to people about plants. And I'm just saying, my conversation about plants. This is what got you guys into the Goonies house. That's awesome. (laughs) Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Pardon my tangent. Um... So this question is for all of you guys. Um, I mean, all these questions are for all of you guys, but I don't know if anybody has something right off the top of their head, but the one thing that I think we'd be really interested in is what is the weirdest or hardest part that you guys have ever had to go find? Oh, that's cool. We've stumped them. <laughs> I know. They're thinking like there's too many answers. Yeah, there's far too many. <laughs> They're like, how do we narrow this down? And are they the plastics to pinball magic? Uh, I think we've, we've got because y'all ran out of the sets and we had to go get some from Germany. Um. Oh wow! <laughs> so a couple of actually pinballs <laughs> are a pain ass to source. Uh, really, yeah, we had, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this greatest steel you use to make pinballs you can't get in the United States anymore. So we had to import them for years and years. Then we had one supplier they started to get crappy, and so we had to find new suppliers. And it took us months to. It turns out getting a pinball sourced in the quantities of pinball machines is extremely difficult between the materials and the surface finish and making sure it doesn't magnetize and all this other stuff. So yeah, that is a giant freaking project. And then along the same vein, the Twilight Zone Powerball is dang near impossible to source because it's made out of ceramic. <laughs> so that's another special part there that's really hard to get. It comes with these specialty manufacturers. Only a few people in the world make them. So yeah, pinballs are actually hard to find. And are those different from the other from the other Powerballs? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but the Powerballs you get today, the ceramic Powerballs are hard to find. Um, so I remember... Oh, okay. You know, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. We put four of them in our Tron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I bet that's fun. <laughs> yeah. It is. We brought it to Houston. I don't know if you were too busy working to get to play it, but we brought it to Houston. I, you know, I remember we went to start going... We were going to go play it, and then the Yacht Rock happened. We were, yes. we were getting ready to play it, and then all of a sudden Yacht Rock just was there. So we had to go Yacht Rock. It's okay. We're bringing it to TPF. We're bringing it to Texas Pinball Festival. You'll get to play Power Powerball oh, awesome. soon. But no, I had no idea that Powerballs and uh, Pinballs are... They're hard to get. I learned yeah. We did but... learn something today. The Now You Know f- star is going across us right now because we did not know yeah, that. We know. And now you know. You know. And also, any of those parts that have holograms in them are notoriously... Oh, yeah. The creature yeah. holograms? Yeah, you're not getting mm-hmm. those, man. Yeah. You know how you make a hologram? You need to take lasers and shoot them across the object and image them against a f- special film. And so once that model is gone, to recreate it, you have to make the model again pretty much if you don't have it. So it's, it's an interesting process. There. It's wild. So that's why there's creature holograms. And also, white uh, oh, that's lenticular. That's a different technology. That's also hard to make, too. Yeah. So th- those parts are just notoriously difficult to make. Well, dang. Uh, uh, I learned so we, much. We did learn so much. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. You guys, we, we did it. We made it through the inside we the pinball arcade. Yay. Woo. Awesome. We did Yay. it. You guys succeeded. Yay. Everybody passed. You survived. And now for the rest of your pinball lives, like people will ask you, why is that your dream theme? They'll probably ask you about Aftor, Midge. So yeah, so I'm probably going to get a lot of Aftor grief, I would imagine. <laughs> But uh, but He's again, have eight afters next week. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm like, be I can make one good one. Yeah, no. <laughs> hey, if you look up a GIF on, like in Giphy, if you're looking like for pinball GIFs, like there is one of them, and it is the infinite pop bumper in after. Yes. Like, yep. and that's yep. like that's one of like the seven. There's more now than there used to be, but like. 
that was one of them. But that, that, yeah, that infinite pup. See, this is, what ha- this is why Marco is never going to make a pinball machine. This is what happens when a parts supplier tries to make a pinball machine is after. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was, it was Wicco. Yeah, yeah Wicco yeah. was yeah. the Marco of the day back then, and now they're out of business. So we're going to learn from their lesson. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't make pinball machines. Note to sell. If you sell parts. Yeah, if you sell parts, yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, again, guys, uh, Roto, thank you so much for being on the show. We, we've we had a blast. This is definitely, you're, you're going to be listening to part two. This is part two, listeners, <laughs> that we you're, you're wrapping up here. Two. Been here for we, two days. We totally made it. Ooh, Marco uh, there was in just, space. Yes. Marco in space. <laughs> it is the never-ending story. It is true. But we we had a, a blast having you here. Um, it was so so enriching and so much fun for to for you guys to share your stories about Mark and about uh, the company. And now, now having, you know, the ability to share that with our listeners, um, we, we really appreciate you taking time out um, and sitting down and chatting with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an honor. And thanks for all you guys have been doing and all the hard work you've done to bring pinball to the masses. So thank you. Oh, we love it. We, we love sharing stories. We literally couldn't do it without you guys. Right. Like, you know that, right? Like, we don't know where else to buy stuff. <laughs> I shared this story, I think, Aww. on the last episode or the episode before, but I'll share it again. So you, so I, I bought a pinball machine from a dude on the internet. That's how this all started. I lucked out that he was not sketchy. I got somebody. Craigslist? Huh? It, it was on Craigslist. Yes, it was on Craigslist. This wasn't that long ago. I lucked out Marco. that it was, a, it was a guy out of Dallas that was legit. <laughs> It's so true. It's actually his name is Marcus. So strangely enough, Marcus, Marcus from Dallas. Hey, Marcus. Marcus, Marcus Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh, we gotta change his business card now. I do too. So I buy I buy my Cleopatra from catch a break, from a guy, guy in Dallas, and I get somebody to deliver it to me because I didn't have a truck or anything to deliver it. So he's like, I got a guy, we hook you up, we'll get it, we'll get it shipped down. And I meet him in San Marcos, strangely enough, um, which is about an hour north of here between San Antonio and Austin. And we're meeting in a parking lot. My spouse is like, what have you done? You're giving some dude in a parking lot money. We don't like we know nothing about this. And so he's unloading the machine. We're putting it in our car. And he he looks at me. He's like, do you know anything about pinball? I'm like, no. He's like, do you, do you know where to buy pinballs or anything else? I'm like, no. He's like, there's a company. It's called Marco Specialties. You uh, need to go look them up and they're going to have everything you need. He's like, you're going to be fine. Just that's the company you need to go look up. And so like literally on my phone, I'm like, Marco Specialties. So you guys were my first pinball parts, you know, you know, yeah, access. Thank you, Marcus. Yeah, so and uh, Marcus. And Marcus and Brent. And you did a great job, Marcus Rodriguez. <laughs> Marcus Rodriguez. <laughs> From San Marcus. This is going to be a really great inside cut for anybody. We're just going to be. We're this is this is going to be great. We should all get shirts made uh, with Marcus Rodriguez. I, I'm adding an email alias from Marco right now. <laughs> Marcus Rodriguez at MarcoSpec.com. Nice. I feel terrible. <sighs> it's okay, Lauren. You're not the first person yes. this week. Yeah, 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 like that. Be the last. <laughs> Look, can I get can I get a Marcos hat? But can I have it say Marcus? <laughs> Marcus. Ooh, that's gonna be a great I kind of like yeah, it. Yeah. I kind of like it. 
Oh, you saw our unicorns, oh, Marcus, the Marcus Rodriguez, right? <laughs> so the Marcus okay. specialties, yeah. <laughs> That's our yeah, eBay store. It's like the outlet store. It's like the outlet version of yeah, Marcus. Exactly. Like the yeah. Marcus. You don't have to throw away parts anymore. We'll right, sell them on yeah, there. No, we get, we get something made wrong. It goes to Marcus yeah. specialties. <laughs> I think that's such a great oh, idea. Okay. For uh, listeners who uh, are new to the show, maybe new to pinball, where can they find out more information about Marco Specialties? Uh, the internet? Well, you can look them up. Uh, you can go to our website, marcopinball.com. We made it easier since specialties is hard to spell sometimes in a rush. So marcopinball.com. We also are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias as Marco Speck or Marco Pinball. And then, of course, always tune in. We do lots of Marco TV content on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook restreaming. So the, the y'all's pinball. We didn't even talk about it. We didn't even talk about like all the cool stuff. You we did. didn't even talk about Marco TV because there's so much other. Yeah, we, we're doing but, so much. Yeah, the Marco TV. But yeah, is awesome. yeah. We like to create too. Yeah, and then and then we'll be on the shows. Yeah. Well, that's where you got to get your shipping codes, right? Is on Thursdays. Right. Yep. So every Thursday we do Pintech Live. It's at 3 p.m. Eastern. And it's a pinball repair show where we teach people how to work on their games. And we do have a uh, free shipping for orders over $99 code for domestic ground shipping and uh, $10 off international shipping for orders over $99. And it's a mysterious code every week. So you have to tune into the show to get that code and add it to your cart. And you have to ask Kyle all the weird questions. Yes. <laughs> like a German Bob Ross. He's fantastic. <laughs> he's so good. I hear a lot of people say how soothing his voice is just listening to him. It's very chill. Repair games. And they work on their games, too, while listening to, to Kyle. I love it. I love it so much. But you can check out all of those uh, places to go find out more about Marco's specialties. We'll include all the links in the show notes. But again, thank you, everyone, for being here. Rebecca, good times. We've got lots more stuff coming up in January. January is a busy month for the podcast. We are aiming to put out um, an episode a week. So if there's a... I know. Got, uh, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? So um, lots more content to come. If you like what you're hearing, don't like what you're hearing, you know, just want to share. Uh, maybe you have a great story about... Uh, mark or something you'd like to share and we'll forward it on for sure you can email us backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com you can visit our website same thing backboxpinballpodcast.com and we've got links to patreon we got links to all of the dream themes all the stuff you hear all good times all good times but everyone thank you so much take care of yourselves take care of each other and keep living Bye. Bye. bye Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep flipping.